0: the world is a great big java cake some people don't like it others do either way it's okay all you've got to say is not today thank you good morning how are you is that no okay fine good morning how are you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm f- I'm fine, thanks for asking. Uh, sometimes you know, a, th- a sort of an, an idea burrows its way into your head, and everything else sort of just falls out. Uh, that happens to me quite a lot. This probably makes me quite tedious to live with. Uh, but I had this sort of idea for a, a theme tune for a late '60s, early '70s kind of sitcom. Uh, and just just a terrible a terrible idea. It would, it would have a woman starring, like she she would be the central role, and she'd be called like June or Kathy or Angie or something like that. And it would just be really depressing. You'd just be watching her going around this sort of horrible drudge and kind of indentured servitude to the patriarchy. Uh, but it would be lo- it would be always billed as being a, a funny sitcom and uh i I could hear the theme tune and i sort of had to just make it and it's really awful it's like a really awful thing and so just imagine the opening titles you would heard sort of crossing the road in a headscarf with that kind of 60s eyeliner and a string bag and a faux fur jacket that looks like it's made of roadkill and you'll never get top billing let alone have the show named after and it's supposed to be a comedy but it's just achingly depressing here it is you're welcome Time now for Laughs Galore, starring Leslie Boffin as Stanley, in our situational comedy Takes One to Know One. When will she learn not to expect so much? She's got some learning to do, like a little girl making so much fuss. Life's a box for you to crawl into. your <laughs> June? Half a dozen sausages, please. How's the old man? Oh, same as usual. Lazy old layabout. I don't know how you put up with him. Have to, I suppose. Yeah, have a couple of kidneys on me. Thanks, Rog. That's all right, June. Mind how you go. Laughs galore. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, there's various things that, um, we need to get through. Uh, uh Hedy has emailed saying, I'm tired of people putting creatures into things. What are you talking about? Hedy said, so, well, I heard, I heard the following, uh, this week on radio four can of worms kettle of fish cat out of the bag what do you idiots expect that the creatures will stay inside stop putting creatures inside things then made an addendum on twitter saying uh hyenas in bathtubs is fine just to make that clear hyenas in bathtubs no problem with it uh what things do you like putting animals into and what animals and why I don't know if you need to fine. I've got some really exciting news that I'm saving up for the end of the podcast. Um it's really exciting. Um but first. <laughs> some other news. No, this is exciting too. Band news. Uh, we're forming a band. So the idea is that you're going to record your little part at home and I'll stitch it all together here. Uh, I'll send you a piece of music and some some dots if you'd rather play off of, you know, a manuscript. Uh, 23 people have signed up so far. One third of them uh, want, want to have some kind of annotated and and music. Uh, you don't have to be able to play an instrument. I think two thirds do. Um, Ollie's got a blue one. Uh, It's a guitar Duncan's bought a new one Uh, We just need something old And something borrowed And we can all get married Like they do in Korea Um, Glenn has signed up He says done I'm assuming that you're okay with me Hiding next to the drummer Just playing root notes It's kind of my thing (laughs) Hashtag bass (laughs) Yes That's absolutely fine Glenn And uh, Gemma has signed up saying I can whistle Failing that I can be Bez Yeah we need a Bez We need loads of Bezes. What's the collective noun for a Bez? A, uh, an eye roll of Bez's? I don't know. I worked with him once. He was really nice. Like really, really, really nice. Uh, this was on Nevermind the Buscocks. It was just utterly charming. Um, and got through the recording and it was all, it was all great. Because people had been a bit nervous, you know. They'd heard stories. It was just great. And then he went back to his hotel room and absolutely trashed it. Pablo has signed up saying, When I say that I can play the nose flute, I mean that I have access to one. And I have a nose. That's fine. That's all we need. Uh, Ollie says, uh, done. I'm not confident enough to play the guitar, but I can sing. That's fine. I'm sure you'd be fine on the guitar. If I just give you one note to play, just literally one twang, that would probably do it. So do join up. I will retweet the Google form, which I've finally actually made accessible. I'll put it on uh, facebook.com slash nottodaypod and twitter.com slash not today pot and uh, you can sign up if you're up for it should be a laugh uh james uh this this has got a long tail this one uh yes on on foods that go with chocolate james are you keeping up with this podcast actually he wrote a really lovely review of it online so i i have i have no beef with james i'm vegan i wouldn't have any anyway anyway on foods that go with chocolate if it's chocolate spread on bread peanut butter. Yes. Banana. Yes. Marmalade in principle. Yes. Tastes awful. Marmite. God, no. It's a good summary, James. Thank you. Also kind of apropos of nothing. Well, I saw, I saw, um, uh, I saw an article this morning. Uh, it was a uh, daily talking about, uh, life in lockdown with Vernon K and, uh, you know, and how that was, um, Apropos of nothing, uh, who would be your absolute worst isolation partner? Don't know why I th- don't know. Uh, do let me know at not today pod or you can email not today at swanburst Who would be the the just the wouldn't he? Previously, Pablo just said on the live stream, the crankies. I <laughs> yeah, you may have a point there. Depends how tired they are. Um, we were talking about bad films uh, and 90s films and children's films that were just actually really traumatizing and, and all the rest of it. Lindsay Hellcat Press uh, has been in touch saying, uh, My husband and I found ourselves talking about the teen movies of the late 90s, early 2000s. The teen movies of the late 90s, early 2000s fit into four main categories high school Shakespeare adaptations. <laughs> High school horror films, superhero movies, and parody movies. High school Shakespeare adaptations were just adaptations of classic Shakespeare plays set in American high schools, grades 9 to 12. After Baz Luhrmann's wildly popular Romeo and Juliet, oh yes, we all sat through that, didn't we? Uh, We were treated to a wave of Shakespeare set in public high school. Ten things that I hate about you. She's the man. Oh, get over it. Romeo must die. I remember seeing Ten Things I Hate About You, and I remember disliking it. I didn't see any of those, and I had no idea those were Shakespeare things. Absolutely bypassed me. Then we had high school horror films. After the success of Scream, we were treated to a slew of imitators like I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Faculty, Teaching Mrs Tingle. That's not a thing, is it? Disturbing Behaviour, Cursed and Jeepers Creepers. All of these movies were set in public high school, and starred older actors who actually looked like teenagers for the most part. These movies were trying to be hardcore horror films like Scream. God, I, wa- I was so horrible. I went to, I got drunk with some friends, I remember. And we went to Leicester Square and we were like, let's go to the cinema. And the only thing that was on was Scream or Scream 2 or something. And I watched it. And it was so stressful. And there sort of comes a point in it where, you know, like the guys running around chasing the young woman and you reach a point, which is awful, where you kind of think, "I'll oh, just do it. I can't take this anymore. If you're going to do it, just do it. So horrible. Ugh. Uh, Anyway, they were trying to be hardcore, but they were watered down significantly to get the PG-13 rating to appeal to a younger audience. The weirdest of the bunch was probably the faculty, wherein a breakfast club-style assortment of kids, the jock, the druggie, the goth chick, the new girl, the nerd, the token black kid, etc., thwart an alien invasion with, I kid you not, homemade angel dust. As in, like, PCP. That's mad. The invading aliens who are taking over need water to survive and the drugs dry out their human host body silences too much or something like that. The evil queen alien is stabbed in the eye with a pen full of drugs before being crushed by the bleachers in the gymnasium. It's insane. Yeah, but great message, guys. Don't do drugs, kids. Okay? We also had superhero movies. Joel Schumacher was in the process of running the Batman franchise into the ground. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe was gaining footing with the original Spider-Man trilogy daredevil do you remember how excited we were oh spider-man that's exciting 25 years later can we stop superhero films now bye daredevil the incredible hulk and the two fantastic four movies i think that makes fantastic eight you'd have to check with david alt out of all of those only the spider-man ones were any good then we had a wave of parody movies inspired by the success of scary movie all of them were lazy and just regurgitated jokes from the films that they were mocking. They were also fairly racist, homophobic, ableist and sexist. Yes. Although I do remember liking Not Another Teen Movie when I saw it. I'm afraid to go back and rewatch it because I know it won't have aged well. Yet very few films have aged well. Once again, my daughter does not get to watch any of these movies except maybe Spider-Man. Lindsay, thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Yeah. Very few films have, have aged appropriately. Age appropriate. Uh, Neil on this topic says, uh, Hi Jake, cheesy and bad movies we really love, did you say? Yes, this was us moving it on a little bit to uh, talk about um what are bad films that you love or what are good films that you hate? He says, uh, Well, there's nothing better than Biggles from 1986. It stars a lovely version of Grand Moff Tarkin and two other guys that will be remembered from nothing at all. Uh, The only other person that you'll recognise is the waitress from LOLO that left to go on Howard's Way. Are you keeping up with this? (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, Well, these two blokes travel in time, and Flying Ace Biggles takes a modern, for 1986, chopper back with him and blows up a German sound weapon. Surprisingly, it didn't do that well. Oh God, I want to watch that uh a B- biggles uh, it's named after Biggleswaite where i used to live um yeah there's not a lot going on there uh next time neil says we'll discuss how condor man oh wow is a metaphor for the way political and religious melancholy contradicts or michael crawford's american accent take a pick thanks for everything neil Yes, Michael Crawford. He, I mean, what an extraordinary career. You know, first he was just bumbling around with uh, Some Mothers Do Have Them, which was great. And then the next thing you knew, he was doing a residency in Vegas, doing a show called EFX and was very, very depressed. He did, he did Barnum. I saw him. It was amazing. Uh, anyway, uh, Ruby uh, on Twitter. Good morning, Ruby. Or hello, mum. Uh, it says, dreadful films popular and loved by buffs, American Beauty or Crouching Tiger Springy Thingy? Yes, I didn't see Crouching Tiger Springy Thingy. I did see American Beauty and. <sighs> I have very little time for that film. Very little time indeed. Uh, right, let's have a go at Top Trumps. Top Trump's! And today, uh, we have uh, two of our listeners. Uh, Pablo is going up against Vegetectus. Uh, let's go through Pablo's stats then. Uh, strength, easygoing to the point of potentially undiagnosed medical disorder. <laughs> hey Pablo, can we do some vivisection on you? Yeah, sure. Uh, height, 1.8 Warwick Davis's. Agility, 2 without alcohol. 8.5 when inebriated. Talent, nose flautist. Well, we've heard that. It's pretty amazing. And his saying is, how do? Right, we're going up against Vegetectus. What do we choose? I'm going to go... I'm going to go for... Uh, you You got to respect the agility there. 8.5. Inebriated. That's got to be uh, strong. Let's go with agility. Uh, up against Vegetectus then. Strength. Up to 40% proof, then falls over. <laughs> Height. Can get to over 15 feet tall when aroused. Wow. Glad we didn't choose that. Agility. Very good at going under. But rubbish are going over. Ah, oh, I think we've won that one, Duncan. Sorry, mate. Talent can do Rubik's Cube. What? Amazing. I can make a sound like an owl or a wood pigeon, and I can juggle three balls. Oh, that's epic. Uh, best saying. More balls, please. I think Pablo's Pablo's had that one. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, uh, Duncan. Uh, we'll do another round of that tomorrow. Okay, I promised you exciting news and exciting news I have for you. I've had an email from Jem. Yes, Jem, the show mascot. (laughs) Uh, It says, morning, Jake. Excitingly, the prototype version of Spot the Rock is ready. Oh, my God. I just recorded a couple of voice parts for it to test if I can make it work. I'm not suggesting these stay in the final version. (gasps) And there's a link to play Spot the Rock. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Plenty of polish to be applied. Oh, I don't know about that, Jem. But I think it's functionally what it should be. Obviously, there'll be a menu, a better loading screen, as with more voice files, it'll take a good deal longer to load. Better scaling to different devices. Oh, my God, Jem, the work you're doing. It looks okay on a laptop and my Android phone. Rachel's iPhone, not so much. And I reckon I can make a button at the end to post to Twitter, providing the player has signed into Twitter on their device. Oh, my God, Jem! It's surprisingly little code. <laughs> so like the brain of my neighbour who plays... So if you haven't heard it, this, this is, um... Uh, I have this theory that my neighbour, who's uh, this Romanian guy, who looks like he works illegally on building sites under ho- horrendous conditions, and he's all bashed up, and he plays this game that goes... ding Every few seconds, and I think it's... I think it's a game called Spot the Rock, where there's, like, two pictures. Which one's the rock? Just tap on it. You chose Eel you chose apricots etc um and gem has very kindly actually agreed to make the game spot the rock and he's done it anyway he says there's plenty of ways to change it around but at least i've proved to myself that i'm still capable of some techie web stuff and it's been quite fun Jem, what a curious idea of fun you have gem this is awesome i'm so excited i'm going to have a go on it in a minute that's right, that's it for the day. I shall be playing Spot the Rock, just like my neighbour. Oh, wow. Um, OK, well, we'll need to sort that out. Bowen's going to record the voice. I've got the music. I'll do some sound effects. That's uh, that's the rest of the week sorted out, isn't it? Um, thanks very much for your company. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. I'm sorry about the weird, depressing sitcom. I'll, um, ch- I'll try and do something more talk. There's just no news, is there? There's no news. I mean, nothing's happening in Yemen, is there? oh right oh okay oh right oh oh well that's right right it's an awful note to end the podcast on sorry bye (laughs) this has been a swanburst media production